Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, everyone, and welcome. This is Jennifer Zio, founder of Soul Language, and this is Ask and Answered by Soul. This podcast is dedicated to providing you with tangible tools to embody your divinity and create a life based on freedom. Each podcast is focused on a topic that will guide you to listening and utilizing your essential nature. During each show, I ask an expert three key questions so you can understand that you're not alone on this journey and that your soul is the key to forming a life full of abundance, purpose, and passion. The goal of each interview is for you to take away a practice that you can do right now to change your life and understand what assistance is out there in the universe to support you. Today, I'm talking with Renee Lovecraft, and we're talking about how to find your genius zone. Renee is an entrepreneur and virtual assistant dedicated to empowering busy business owners and helping them to thrive in their zone of genius. With a passion for efficiency and a keen eye for detail, she seamlessly orchestrates the behind-the-scenes operations, allowing entrepreneurs to focus on what they do best. Welcome, Renee. Thank you for having me, Jennifer. It's very exciting. My first question that I ask everyone is, what does your soul share with you throughout your journey? Uh, it has really shared with me. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. That my space is to help people in whatever way I can and as I have tried to process through the people-pleasing journey into a space where I can hold boundaries while still helping people in a way that speaks to my soul and others, uh, I find that it's really been through offering people the opportunity to talk about what bothers them and really encourage them to do the things that they love because there's always someone out there that's going to love the thing they hate doing. And I love that because every time I talk to Renee, I go, hey, do you know what? And I go, blah, 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 for like five seconds. So yeah, that's a true statement. She does that, everyone. And she does it with such just ease and love. So how do people, A, understand their zone, their zone of genius? And B, why do they not operate in it all the time? Yeah. So one, people not understanding their zone of genius, I personally think is very much due to the society we live in. I think that we're taught that we have to do everything by ourselves. 
and that relying on others is bad in some way. And so we focus on, well, I have to do it all because there's, there's not a good way to actually get the help that I need, or maybe I can't afford the help that I need, or, or maybe I'm a bother. Um, and then when we're talking about how to actually work in your zone of genius, it's so much about giving yourself the grace. You're not an imposter. You're not bad at your job. You're not any of these negative intrusive thoughts that we can say about ourselves. There are things that we're just naturally really drawn to and really love. And so much of the time I see, especially with entrepreneurs and business owners, is that they, they know what they love, but they have to wear so many hats and it pulls them further and further out of their zone of genius until they're dysregulated and they're frustrated and they don't know what to do next to get where they want to go and to get back to loving what they're doing. Love that. When people are operating in their zone of genius, how does that feel? And what results does that create in their life? Oh, that's such a good question. So it feels really affirming. Um, it feels very supportive. Um, it feels like you're getting back to being a kid on summer break and you're just excited to go into every day because there's some new cool thing you get to focus on. Um, what I see results wise when someone gets back to their zone of genius is they have so much creativity. Um, I think every business owner has to come from a place of creativity and to see that come back when someone gets excited to get some of these silly things that they just thought they had to do off of their plate when it turns out you can totally teach someone how to do the thing just the way you need it to be done. And to see their creativity and their excitement and their like spark for life and their spark for business come back. Um, you know, not only do we see that people start making more money, um, but we see that their, their business starts filling them up and feeding them again, rather than draining them. Yeah. They're, they may, they don't make war with their business. They fall in love with it again. And I think so often, especially, you know, when you're at that seven year itch kind of thing, you're like, okay, I've done this before. Why am I not going where I want to go? What's the next step? Right. And I also think that, you know, sometimes people are, are sold in that they have to have huge teams in order to succeed. You really don't. You just need one person who has a huge team or you need a couple key players. Right. Um, but you shouldn't be doing those things that really make you cry or that you're not good at. Yes. And honestly, something that I say a lot is if you're doing a thing that you hate and it's not actively making you money in your business, you're losing money if you are not paying someone else who loves to do it to let them do it. Beautifully said. So what big questions have you been asking yourself lately? Um, big one for me is, am I feeling filled by the clients I'm working with. So that's a big one for me is I 
try and really stay in my zone of genius and keep my cup filled because that's how I can support other people my best. And so let's say I'm having some, there's some communication frustrations, which is so, so common, literally in every aspect of our lives. I try and really sit with myself and ask, is this because there is a misalignment? Is this because I like haven't eaten lunch yet today? <laughs> uh, you know, or is this because I am letting my ego get in the way of a very common, logical, like non-ego driven, you know, question or comment from someone. And so that's something that I really like talk with myself through a lot, um, especially because I'm in, I feel like I'm in the business of making and keeping long-term relationships and I would hate to cut a relationship short because I am hangry or because I <laughs> feel like I'm being questioned in a way that uh, my ego is not super pleased with. Yeah. Remember everyone, all relationships are internal and they are eternal. So what you're putting into the relationship field is probably has to do with you more than than more about you than about them. So where, you know, I often hear from clients, I need a virtual assistant, but I don't know what them, to, I don't know what to tell them what to do. And once I get one, I don't know what to do. Like there's some real serious freak out about hiring people to help you now. Side note, everyone, if you're having a freak out, because you really don't feel safe being vulnerable and you're not really happy receiving support. Um, or you're scared to, like, that's what you work on internally. But from your point, Renee, how can, like, how can you support that? I don't know what to do with my virtual assistant, or I don't know how to find a virtual assistant. Trauma. And you know what, that trauma is so, so true in this instance. Um, one, this is so super, duper common. Um, I tend to get a ton of people that go, I know I need help, but I have no idea how to list out the tasks that I need help with. That is so overwhelming when I already have a million other things to do. Um, so what I personally do and what I really recommend when someone has come to talk to me is one, you're having a conversation about what frustrates you. You do not need to come to the table with a list of tasks and a how-to of each task your virtual assistant should be a partner in helping you figure out how to delegate, how to do the task so that you feel safe and comfortable, and they should be spending their time and attention and the beginning parts of your relationship helping you to trust them. You never go into a relationship with trust right out the gate. That is totally built. Um, and so the way that I do this is typically I'll start with a phone call or zoom call that goes, what are you frustrated about right now? Like just because I'll tell you every business owner or entrepreneur or literally anyone has a list of what is frustrating them. And my job is to listen to that and go, okay, well, I'm hearing that you get really frustrated looking at the numbers in your business and that that frustration is bleeding out into these different areas so i would recommend we bring in a bookkeeper or i hear that it takes it's really hard to look at a blank email and come up with something from scratch so maybe the fix would be we come in and we 
help you write those emails and then you're just in charge of editing. So it sounds like you. And so if your virtual assistant isn't offering you suggestions on what kind of tasks can help fix the frustration you're having, it is probably a good idea to chat with someone who maybe has a little bit more experience in that area. Um, because, you know, there are plenty of people who will just do what you tell them to do and not think about the context outside of that, but that can lead to a really frustrating relationship. Um, when we're talking how to find a virtual assistant, this is one that can be super difficult. Um, I always really, really like to recommend talking to your network. Hey, who here has a virtual assistant that they loved in the past or that maybe they currently work with and may have availability or even doesn't have availability but will introduce me to someone that they know? Because a lot of us work with other virtual assistants and are happy to give recommendations if we're not the right fit or we don't have the bandwidth. Um, and keeping in mind that, you know, maybe you don't have a huge network. That's super common. I would really recommend <clears throat> um, if you're doing Google searches, be really careful with that. Um, Sorry, and, but I would not do a Google search about yeah. finding an assistant. Like and I'm relationship focused. I want someone who gets me. Yes. And that's why I think the asking connections for someone they've worked with in the past can be huge because you're going to get someone's real emotional response of how they felt and how they were cared for. And even if the relationship ended, if it ended on a good note, that's a huge green flag. Um, because this is definitely the relationship business. It is not a, there's a robot on the other end of my email who does the things I don't want to do. It's, this is a person I'm creating a long-term relationship with so they can understand me and my needs and how I like things done so I'm not constantly feeling frustrated. Love that. So how do people get more of your goodness? How do they get in touch with you? Yeah, so I love to direct people to my website, lovecraftva.com. Uh, you can also search Renee Lovecraft in any of your handy search tools and they'll bring you right to my website or other social medias. Um, if you are in a space where you are frustrated and you don't know what to do next, that is a great time to reach out and we'll chat for 30 minutes and figure out what the next best plan of action is. And that's totally complimentary. And you can reach out either the website, like I said, at lovecraftva.com, or you can email me at Renee, R-E-N-E, at lovecraftva.com and we'll get you sorted out and make sure you're getting into a good VA relationship. Beautiful. My last question is, if you were a magnet on whatever you call your higher powers refrigerator, what would your magnet say? Ooh, that's a really good one. Mm -hmm. I think it would say you're safe to get comfortable here. I love that. Well, you are safe to get comfortable here. Thank you. I love that. I want to thank you so much, for Renee, for playing with us today. Thank you so much for having me. This was just delightful. Yay, everyone. You've been listening to Ask and Answer by Soul. I'm Jennifer Rizzio. The Ask and Answer by Soul podcast is dedicated to helping you understand 
that your soul is the answer. If you're interested in learning more about the, your soul's answer and your purpose, you can access your free guide at themythsofpurpose.com. Feel free to share this podcast with your community, leave a comment or contact me directly. But most importantly, reach out to these amazing people because you will not be sorry. Okay, everyone. Bye for now. Hey, it's Tim from 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys, the comedy podcast you had no idea you needed. Join Ben, Jeff, and me as we continue our musical road trip back through the years and around the globe. See, just when you thought all white guys were like Joe Rogan, you come across three educators trying to remember when we were cool. 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys. Electric Welcome to Ringside with Ray and Prince. My name is Ray Leonard Jr. Oh, is that the no, my, my name is Prince Daniels Jr. Daniels again with a big On this show, we come to humanize athletes, entertainers, business executives. We're going to see what makes them tick. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcast. We'll see you there. Peace and power. Electric acid.